Welcome, friend. I'm Lynn Cassijan, and thank you for joining me on Being Awareness, where we explore mindfulness, meditation, and self-awareness. This podcast does not only serve as a practice in discovering my own path as a mindfulness meditation teacher, but its primary purpose is to offer people one of the many ways to discover and rediscover their own deep wisdom through the practice of mindfulness. So if you find value in these episodes, please feel free to share them with anyone you think might benefit from them. And I also love to hear your thoughts and experiences on these topics and practices. So please feel free to send me any feedback you may have. I'm always happy to learn from you. This week's exploration is on the cultivation of inner peace. I'd like to start with a quote by the lovely teacher Jack Cornfield. He says, The human mind can create conflicts, and it can also create peace. To find peace in the world, we have to find peace in ourselves. Taking a moment to reflect, when you think about inner peace, what comes to mind? What emotions or thoughts are arising for you as you contemplate the idea of peace. Perhaps it may feel difficult to feel peace in a world that seems to be full of suffering and darkness. Or perhaps it may seem even a bit indulgent to try to find our own inner peace when the outer world's sufferings seems so intense and present. However, in times like this, each one of her own inner peace is especially important to cultivate and share. Just like how fire cannot be put out by more fire, suffering cannot be eased by more suffering in the world. There would be no peace out there if there is no peace in here. We can each make a huge difference in our own lives and in the lives of others around us by cultivating our own inner peace and sharing that tranquility with others. Peace is not an absence of change or recognition of life's difficulties. It is not to be confused with withdrawal or indifference to life. Now I know in the previous episodes, we've been talking quite a bit about the spaciousness that this practice cultivates. Peace can be seen as a quality of this inner spaciousness. Peace is being okay with witnessing whatever rises within and without gently allowing with compassion and allowing life to flow with ease. I'd like to invite you to pause for a second and consider what would be the benefit 
of living with a peaceful heart. And what would happen if more people lived with peaceful hearts? And what would be our world like if that were the case? Sometimes the idea of peace or equanimity may seem abstract to grasp. So I'd like to share a very practical story with you. And back in 2020, I had a journaling practice where I logged my mood every day using a scale of zero to 10. Zero represented feeling all the way down in the dumps and 10 represented feeling extremely happy. I remember back then, I often aimed for highs like eights or nines. And any number below seven felt like a failure. And throughout my logging, I noticed that my mood was swinging wildly, that I could have a day of nines and then immediately drop down to a two or a three. And even after six months of tracking, I still had no idea what all this data meant in relation to my well-being. And during a conversation with a friend, I expressed my frustration with the practice. And they suggested for me to aim for a five on the scale of zero to 10. Initially, I felt resistance because I associated five with being mediocre. Why would you aim for a five if you could aim for a 10, right? However, in the back of my mind, I knew that something was interesting about this idea and eventually decided to give it a try. So long story short, it took 10 months of tracking to realize that my mood has gradually evened out over time and the highs and lows became less extreme. And generally, I noticed that my mood undulated between a four and a six. At the end of that year, I shared this practice and the scale with another friend of mine, who then in turn suggested a different scale with zero in the middle, plus five on top and minus five at the bottom. All of a sudden, I realized what that zero meant. And now on the scale of zero in the middle, plus five on top, minus five at the bottom, zero represented a peaceful, equanimous way of being. And any number above or below it represented the circumstances that momentarily took me outside of equanimity. And now I had a way of orienting myself by remembering that equanimity is the state of being. And there's a way of finding myself back here over and over again. Before this practice, I only saw my world with two possibilities, either good or bad. I didn't realize the importance of the middle ground. Through this practice, though, I come to understand that good and bad are simply labels that assign to inherently labelless realities of everyday experiences 
that are always fluctuating. By aiming for a high number, I filled myself with dissatisfactions for my current circumstances and emotionally beat myself down whenever it fell below an upward trend. So in reality, my desire to be happy was actually fueled by negative emotions of fear and avoidance. Understanding this fact made it much easier to embrace the beauty of that zero, which represents the peaceful inner state that is inherently colorless and formless, while also allowing life to truly happen in the vast space it creates. And what are some practices that can help cultivate inner peace? Simply put, we can go back to looking at the three levels of mindfulness. First, being mindful of the content of our experiences, such as, what thought did I have? What feeling was that? What sensation did I sense in my body? And second, recognizing the process of experience itself. How did something arise and pass away? And lastly, recognizing consciousness itself. To whom do these experiences happen? And recognizing and turning back to the one who is witnessing. The practice of mindfulness creates an ever-expanding space. And within that space lies the clarity of seeing our reality and our freedom to choose what is wise and appropriate. Awareness is always available to us. Let's try a simple exercise. Now do everything you possibly can and stop being aware right now. Do everything you possibly can to stop being aware. And notice what happens. We may notice that we can't not be aware. And inside this awareness, we will recognize that all things rise and pass. Things are created and they disappear. No matter if it's individuals, companies, civilizations, species, planets, universes, the rising and passing of all matters and experiences don't need to be a dire recognition. Instead, it can be a call for us to recognize the preciousness and marvel of our existence. The fact that we get this precious moment once can make it that much more magical when we recognize its impermanence. Instead of withdrawal or indifference that can masquerade as equanimity, this is a practice of wisely accepting letting be, and letting go. It's not turning away from the world. Instead, it's courageously taking our seed in the middle of it with a spacious heart. If you'd like to join me, 
I'd like to invite you for a short meditation on cultivating inner peace or equanimity. Finding a position where you can be both relaxed and alert, whether seated or lying down, closing the eyes or keeping them downcast, whichever feels most comfortable in directing your attention inwards. Taking a couple of deep and cleansing breaths. And whenever you're ready, allowing the breath to flow back to its natural rhythm. Bring your attention to the breath. Notice the inhale as the air enters the nostrils, perhaps slightly cool as it grazes the back of the throat. Or notice the sensations of the outbreath. as it warms its way out the nostrils, perhaps grazing the upper lip. Notice the sensations of the breath with every inhale and exhale as the chest and belly rises and falls. Now bring the attention to the sensations of the top of the head. Becoming aware of any sensations that may be arising there. If you notice any tension, feel free to release them. Bring the intention to the sensations of the face, the nose, the cheeks, the jaw, and the quality of the tongue in the mouth. Notice what is present with the gentle allowance. Bring the awareness downwards to the shoulders. And sensing the shoulders from the inside out. Notice what is present there. 
in this very moment. And what is present in the arms, in the wrists, and in the hands, and the fingertips? Noticing the aliveness that is pulsing through the entirety of the body. And notice the quality of that aliveness in the palms of your hands. And gently bring the attention now to the chest. And notice what sensations are present in the heart space. Recognize whatever may be arising with curiosity, gentleness, and openness. Recognizing and allowing whatever might be present. And shifting the awareness downwards to the belly. See if it's available to release any tension that you may sense in this area. And letting the belly gently flop like that of a happy baby. Relaxed and undefended. And notice what sensations might be arising there for you in this very moment. And perhaps bring your awareness to entire back area. Notice the spine. And notice the quality of sensations in the back. What might you be noticing there? Whatever you might notice, whether it's tension, whether it's a need for support, no matter what sensation may be arising for you, see if it's available for you to simply and gently hold whatever is present. And recognizing it without judgment. And now bringing attention downwards to the pelvic region, the thighs, the knees, and the calves. And 
and the feet touching the ground. Recognizing the aliveness that's pulsing through these areas. What do you notice there? Simply recognizing and allowing for whatever might be arising in this very moment. Now, as if you could widen the lens of attention, recognize the field of sensations in the body all at once, not stopping anything, not resisting anything. Notice what happens if you just allow life to be what it is. Notice this whole field of aliveness that is enveloping you and unfolding moment to moment, just as it is. Meeting this life with an intimate and receptive presence. Taking a moment to include the awareness of any sounds in your space. Recognize what is closely present. Gradually expanding the awareness to include even the most distant sounds. As you're listening, sense into this changing flow, allowing life to be just as it is from moment to moment. As you expand your awareness, See if it's available to you to recognize the things you cannot change as part of this ever-changing flow of life. Allowing it to be just as it is. Also, notice the things that you can perhaps change and recognize the courage that is within. Recognize the innate wisdom within yourself to distinguish between the two. Expanding your awareness and to hold others with a compassionate heart 
while recognizing that their happiness and suffering depend on their thoughts and actions and not your wish for them. You might want to take a moment to check in and see where your attention is right now. If you notice that your attention has drifted, let this be a moment of arriving again without any judgment, reorienting the attention to the bodily sensations so you can feel from inside out. Notice what is present in the body now. What is inside the shoulders, in the palms, in the belly, in your whole being? And meeting this moment with receptivity, with that allowing presence. In case you're feeling anything challenging, such as pain or fear, see if it's possible for your attention to be even more gentle. And see if it's possible to invite a sense of kindness, to be present with whatever is arising for you from moment to moment. Peace is this moment without judgment, in awe that is. In this moment, in your heart space, where everything is, is welcome. In these last few moments, you might explore what that means to you. For everything that is in the heart space is welcome. Whenever you're ready, slowly invite movement into the body once again, perhaps gently rotating the wrists and ankles, and perhaps also the head from side to side, fluttering open the eyes and becoming aware of the space around you. Taking a moment to check in and observe the quality of your being, do you notice anything that might have shifted since the beginning of this meditation?
Like any practice, inner peace is cultivated over time. I really enjoy this metaphor of dyeing a piece of cloth. The first time a white cloth is dipped into a bucket of dye, it takes on a brilliant color. And when it's dried under the sun, the color starts to fade. So it is dipped into the dye again. And this process is repeated over and over until eventually, over time, the cloth is saturated and color fast. Before we go back to our everyday activities, I like to offer you an inquiry. How might you want to incorporate the practice of cultivating inner peace into your everyday life? Thank you for practicing cultivating inner peace with me today. I look forward to practicing with you next time. May you be well. 